This is the daily take from 451's Workforce Productivity and Collaboration team. This is where we provide quick, data-based and sometimes contrarian opinions on what's driving and impeding a better future for work. Today's take is that there are 10 very good reasons why you should be bullish about the productivity software space. Number one, there is a clear need for change. Employees report and ask surveys that their number one technology pain point is the number of apps they're having to use on a regular basis. There is so much pervasive friction across work that there's huge scope for improvement, something obviously every member of the workforce has a vested interest in, and because of the growing amount of dynamism and disruption on the supply side, pretty much every vendor has something to prove. Number two, big social dynamics are reinforcing this change. Whether it's the consumer tech in our personal lives, changing our expectations about what we also want to see happen in our work lives, or the general consensus that flexible working conditions is a good thing, macro-social dynamics such as these are amplifying the need for new enabling technologies. Number three, productivity tools are therefore becoming much more consequential, not just around employees' daily productivity, but in terms of supporting companies' ability to be focused and aligned. It's influencing employees' engagement, and new types of workplace tooling and the experiences that they support are also impacting recruitment and retention efforts. From an ESG lens, they're becoming an important part of the social and governance pillars of ESG. Number four, decision makers are open to new technologies. Part of this comes from the growth of technology budgets outside of IT, but also the growing technological aptitude and interest of non-technical business leaders and their teams. We have a very interesting data point in our surveys that reports 64% of those making decisions around the deployments and implementations of productivity suites in their organization being open to new offerings from those vendors that don't operate in the space. Number five, most tools are minority concerns. There is much less very entrenched legacy than I think many believe. Apart from intranets and productivity suites where they're deployed, most companies aren't deploying their productivity tools as company-wide organizational standards. And even for those two categories, it's not much more than half doing so. Number six, the supply side is tantalizing right now. You have large incumbents like Microsoft and Google with serious potential for additive value across their suites by introducing new things like analytics, intelligence, and other features. You also have large vendors willing and able to make big bets and undertake significant pivots. Think about Citrix and ServiceNow. There are also large players innovating around their core. Think about Atlassian, Adobe, Workday, and others. You also have a growing number of fast-growth, medium-sized companies. The work management category is a good example of this, with companies like Asana, Smartsheet, Monday.com and Workfront. We're also seeing the same in the CPaaS space, in HR tech, in collaboration tools. And finally, there's no shortage of interesting new startup vendors. It's always been 451's remit to focus on disruption, innovation, and hence we cover a lot of smaller private companies. And we're kept very busy just tracking newer segment entrants. Number seven, there is creeping consensus on the fact that there's a big new white space opportunity that where most vendors historically have either gone wide but shallow or deep and narrow, there is more realization of the opportunity to create new types of work platform, work system, and workspace products that optimize on both. Number eight, there may be consensus on the white space, but there's little consensus about how to satisfy it. 
That may sound like a negative, but we think it gives cover for a lot of those innovative, challenging and mid-sized companies to grow mind and market share. It's easy to disagree, but difficult to tear down when there's a kind of multipolar dynamic with lots of different visions going on. From that mass will emerge a few leaders, but by that time they may have developed a new defensible market position around new categories. Number nine, technology decision makers are willing to put up their own money. 48% of those making decisions around workplace technology deployments in their organizations spend more than $200 a year on their own of their own money on apps they use for work. The top candidates being work management apps, preferred productivity suite apps, file sharing, email and communications apps. Number 10. Actually, when I was drawing up this list, I couldn't think of a tenth. It just sounded better than nine. I'll probably think of a tenth at some point. All of my team's focus in 451 in one way or another focuses on these market and competitive dynamics. And our ideas appear in our research, which can be found at 451research.com and via me on Twitter at Chris Marsh SF. We hope to see you again for another of our daily takes. Thank you.